0: Four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First. Alex, first with you, taking a look at Alone in Berlin. 103 minute running time, rated M in Australia. Intriguing story. Strong performances by the three principals. They're the distinguishing features of what is a World War II drama. Based on the international bestseller by Hans Falada. It shines a light on two ordinary Germans with extraordinary impact. The location is Berlin, the year 1940. Working-class couple Otto and Anna Quangle receive news their only son has been killed on the battlefield. Already disillusioned with the Führer and the fatherland, the loss of their child proves the tipping point. And Otto begins a campaign of civil disobedience. Writing messages on postcards that urge fellow Germans to resist the Nazi regime. Anna soon partners with Otto. Together, they covertly distribute hundreds of these cards, leaving them in public places, stairwells, mailboxes across the city, so they'd be read. They managed to write and deposit 285 postcards over the course of 18 months. At the head of the Gestapo force trying to track down the so called dissenters is the character played by Daniel Bruhl, who faces enormous pressure from his masters to find, stop, and bring these traitors, as they are called, to justice. Acting alone in their unique attempt to turn the tide on German support for the Third Reich, this unassuming couple's sacrifice became an important element of the German resistance. Alone in Berlin was one of the first anti-Nazi novels. It was based upon actual Gestapo files Given to Falada, the author, by a novelist friend just after the war. A seminal work of German literature and a required text in secondary schools in Germany, the book has previously been adapted for the small screen several times. What a matchup! And what a team, Mike! Metro PCS and the iPhone SE for $0 on a network that covers 99% of people in the US. Oh, impressive! <laughs> Play with the best. Switch to MetroPCS and get a 32-gig iPhone SE for $0. MetroPCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Claim based on talk and text. Not valid for active numbers currently on our T-Mobile network or active on MetroPCS in the past 90 days. See store for details and terms and conditions. You're listening to Movies First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Brendan Gleeson says it's the common nature of the two key players that's paramount. They're totally ordinary, he says, about the husband and wife. The film, then, is about personal redemption and the idea that by withdrawing your support, by withdrawing your permission, you liberate yourself, even if it makes absolutely no difference to anything else. It's part of the human quest. For her part, Emma Thompson says, we've all read books written during that period by highly educated people. What's interesting about Otto and Anna is they're not the intelligentsia. She said what was important to the director was to express the revulsion of the ordinary working person to what was going on, to the rise of anti-Semitism, the wearing of the yellow stars. People were revolted by it and often didn't know how to deal with it. And these two, who were not part of any kind of group, for them suddenly to engage in a propaganda battle that's treasonous was remarkable. She says it's a reminder that resistance is vital and doesn't require any special education to know when things are seriously wrong and out of balance. It takes a while to work out just what's going down and what's at stake here. Once the key plot line's been established, a taciturn Otto and a standoffish Anna Thor. It's with this ocean-sized metamorphosis that we witness Gleason and Thompson's true acting chops. And into that mix, you can throw Daniel Brawl, as a policeman, his character is used to doing it by the book, not via the jackboot route taken by the Nazi SS. His internal angst is shaped by the events that occur. Ultimately, what makes this movie so compelling is to witness how far a single act of defiance actually went in the face of German ruthlessness. Further, as a factual story that I knew nothing about, it carried extra gravitas. Swiss-born co-writer and director Vincent Perez's film, has a low-key, dour tone to it, well worth seeing. Rated M in Australia, alone in Berlin, 103 minutes. I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. You've been listening to Movies First. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.